0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm
1: podcast
2: network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall.
0: Welcome to another glorious week. A gift, a gift indeed. I spent uh, a little bit of time the other day on a very inspired Facebook Live, uh, basically asking anyone who was listening to consider. That today is the day that you are given the message that the world is for you. This is Coach Mo Fall. I am the founder, creator, and chief poobah, I guess, of all things uh, career and career coaching at the Kick-Ass Career Workshop. We have a 12-month transformational, awesome experience for professional women who are just not where they want to. To be career wise. And all of my inspired techniques and the methodologies we use in our 12 week workshop is a program put together by all the things I needed in my toolkit to up level my career, to move myself out of limiting beliefs and job trauma to move myself into making the money I felt it was right for me in the marketplace, to pull myself out of patterns of being stuck, and at times, unemployment. I know today, in this day and age, right now, there's a lot more unemployed people in the world, and many of those ripples have gone into the professional realms as well. I lost my job six times in my career, once because the company was closed while it was changing ownership. The next time it was, the company was literally closing. And I was, my job as the vice president was to sell off the assets before they closed down. Because it was not a money-making uh, business strategy. The next time it was through a reorganization slash finding a creative way to get me and another woman out of the organization uh the next time it was let's call it down and out getting fired um the board and i didn't see eye to eye and they had more authority than me so they were moving on from me oh and then i missed one and then one time it was the organization had Decided to close down or shrink The department that I was a vice president in I think I've hit all six so as you can see the whole idea of companies closing departments closing business strategies changing or being the wrong person for what the company sees what they want Can happen in any time? And businesses right now are reevaluating a lot of their human assets as a human being in any organization you are there to drive a result no matter no matter what your role is we have people who are cashiers and waitresses who book complimentary career clarity calls with us we help them see what their next steps are and um and give them some light about their opportunities and possibilities and what might be holding them back. We have women who are at the inflection point of their career where they've had 10 or perhaps 15 years doing the job well, and they don't really know how to take it to the next level. They don't have the rule book. No one has showed them the next steps, the next places. We have women who have been passed over for promotions and literally been seen as unpromotable or not desirable to be promoted, even though they're excellent at what they do. We have women who have been bullied by bosses or toxic environments, and they've stayed way too long because it's been a secure paycheck. I could go on and on with the myriad of reasons why women come to our work, the complimentary clarity call with us, and the success stories, hundreds and hundreds of them over the past five years that I've been doing this 12-week transformational work. And what we have found to be true, and this is the basis of all of my coaching, is that inside of you is a seed of greatness. It's an energy Of awesomeness inside of you is a place where your essence and your divinity reside and it feels like it's in your body and it feels like
1: an energy that is perhaps laying dormant or or at least not shining as brightly and the
0: thing is because we have human attached to this body that houses the soul, because that human brain has methodologies for normalizing life, it's one of our survival mechanisms. Because we are adaptive beings and we pretty much adapt to any circumstance that we're in, and if you don't believe me on that one, try talking to folks who have been in very difficult situations for a long time. They adapt really well. But what happens as we're adapting is that we lose the light. When we're in a regimented, fit-in, this is how you do it, told every way, rule, obligation, etc., which is how most of us were raised through education, and through being good kids to our parents, that takes the spark out. And no one meant to do it that way, although sometimes the only way to capture a kid and put them through the the phases of what we think is the best thing for them
1: is to shut their light down a bit. If you've raised kids, you know what I'm talking about. If you've been around kids,
0: you know what I'm talking about. If you've taught kids, you know what I'm talking about. I'll sip a green tea here. Feels good. When we are being raised, we are put into the supposed to, should be categories. And we are told how to be good. We're told how to succeed. We're told how to achieve. We're told how to be a perfect person performer, one of the ladies who is in our workshop uh, abandoned the stage playing at a piano rehearsal when she was a young girl and never really fully recovered from it. And so anything that gets difficult or trying is a scary place for her to be. So, anytime she's needed to step into something more, she has this deep pattern of feeling that she has to abandon this situation. Now, it's no one's fault that that didn't get healed when she was a young girl. It's just now the thing that's in front of her to heal and recover from so that she can step into something greater and something that maybe uncomfortable, which may have her feel the same feeling in her subconscious memory that took a bit of her light out decades ago. All of these things that come through our life that are even a good way to live that bring us into a dimmer sense of self. This is your divinity, your soul, and this is your
1: embodiment of your God the greater parts of you and the internal light that helps you feel
0: alive and happy with who you are that internal light is the thing that needs to come back in order to level up to crush limiting beliefs to pivot in the right manner, to recover from job trauma, to get true clarity and strategy and and direction and path on the next steps, to make more money, to not be stuck anymore, and to solve the crisis of being unemployed. All of these problems
1: are initially cured by bringing your internal light up it doesn't happen by reading it doesn't happen necessarily
0: by just sitting quietly and and praying for it it has to be inspired and active and your soul isn't this dormant energy that's just hanging there being blessed
1: Our God is not a passive energy. It is an active,
0: moving, momentum-generating, momentum-generative energy. It is one of movement. And the only way that we do know this is by living that. So
1: don't take my word for it. Although you could, because it's true. When you are living actively inspired, you are able to level
0: up, crush limiting beliefs, pivot in your career, gain a strategy that's powerful, get clarity on exactly who you are and what you're all about, recover from job trauma, make more money, get out of stuckness, and recover from being unemployed. And we see this every single day, every single week.
1: In real life, women who have been shut down either through one of these crises or mostly it's been a decades long issue. We have a woman who
0: worked for almost 30 years in the same company and there was a period of time that she just wasn't feeling right she wasn't feeling connected anymore her boss had changed several times she had just lost her oomph and so after too many years of agonizing over not feeling like it was the right thing for her her only option was to quit. Now I'm not a big advocate of quitting, but at this time for her, that was the option that seemed a best fit for her. So she had saved up her financial resources and she had a plan to quit and reinvent herself. The problem is the energy that we exude when we give up and quit even if it's with a great plan. That energy is a low vibrational energy. It's an energy of grief and powerlessness. And I always coach our ladies when they're in our workshop not to do that. To come instead from a place of positive expectation and belief in yourself and to have a true executable plan that's going to be next steps oriented one of our great ladies who's in one of our accelerator programs after she did the 12 week workshop and gained a wonderful job in the nonprofit sector in a six figure role that she was totally convinced that would never happen. And, and, and we helped her see through it and get it and do it. Um, the job was great and she had been unemployed for a while, uh, some job trauma from the job loss there. So we helped her recover from that. And then when she finished our 12 week workshop, she wanted to do more. So she joined one of our accelerator programs and decided that her parents who were living in Florida, uh, it was a priority for her to be living closer to them. She was living up in the northern part of the country, and she decided that she was going to find another job. Now that her soul was lit up, her passion and her excitement, her enthusiasm about what she brings to the table, totally at a high vibe and level, that she was going to be able to land a job where she could at least work in Florida, if not anywhere she chose. So, not to settle for any job, she knew that her standards were now at this level. Most people without the expertise and guidance to do that And this is something we see often on our clarity calls. Most people would either settle for a lower level job because the value of being next to the parents is higher and greater. And they're convinced in how their brain works that they would have to settle for the economies or the right fit of a company in order to have that top value. And that is not true. You never need to settle to get the other stuff you want to get. But most people are unwilling to believe in either themselves, the marketplace, their creator, whatever it is, they're unwilling to believe it. So they convince themselves to settle and play at a lower level so that they can have a higher value life. It is not
1: necessary to settle. You only settle when you're committed to settling. And under the good guidance and
0: expertise that we have, On our coaching team, we don't let our clients settle. Now, sometimes there's a bridge to getting where they want to go, but it's on the uptick of positive expectation, plan, strategy, not settling. So this particular client went out into the marketplace to find a job that met her criteria.
1: And oh, by the way, another criteria was making more money. Again,
0: uncoached, most people would say, well, at least if I could make something close. Well, at least if I could have something that feels good. At least if I could do something that's in my field. All the time on the clarity calls, we talk to women who are contemplating settling already. Uh, Sometimes they've done it. Sometimes they're just thinking about it because they're so burnt out and in such a toxic environment or they've just given up. Well, if I, if I could go from 120 to 80, I could live on 80. I could do that. So I would be willing to settle for 80.
1: Why would you write a $40,000 check to settling? So many people do that. But when you have your, your divine soul vibing at the high
0: level, your value and your worth feels more solid. You know, your worth in the marketplace and your inner confidence about that is the same thing as getting yourself into a higher soulful vibration. It's, It's getting yourself better connected to your God. All of that is consistent with each other. Your creator doesn't want you to settle either. Your creator didn't put you on this earth to be playing at half of your talents. You weren't put here to have lack of clarity. You weren't put here to be putting up with a bully boss. You weren't put here to have limiting beliefs that dim your soul. You were not put here to be confused about being leveling up and being promoted. You were not put here for that. Your God does not want that for you. But since we have free will, and since God is only invoked through action, You have got to get your soul vibing up in order for you to bring that to work and to bring your God forward and to be the most lovely, awesome, amazing version of you. All of that is
1: consistent. All of that is in alignment of who God wants you to be. It's all in perfect alignment with your divinity.
0: is that our defense mechanisms and our ability to normalize and adapt to situations is so strong. It's powerful. Why is that so powerful and why is God's energy and light seeming to be less
1: powerful than that? Because you focus on it. Because that's where you put your efforts. And if you don't think that you do,
0: but your life is dimmer than you want it to be, you do. Your life is meant to be beautiful and awesome and free and full of love and appreciation and joy. Your days are meant to have be fueled with enthusiasm and eagerness and happiness from the moment you wake up. That's your true soul, bouncing out of bed. Can't wait to go meditate and journal and just enjoy my first part of the day. Can't wait to engage with the people I work with and create a positive change in my company and in the world and what we do. Can't wait to meet those clients and other coworkers to engage with and be happy with. If you have a dog, I'm sure your dog wags his or her tail every time you come home, no matter what your mood is. I want you to take a lesson from your dog. Your dog's soul is free of worry. It's free of normalizing. It's
1: free of chatter and limiting beliefs. I really want every human on this planet to wag their tail more, to feel loved
0: and appreciated, and not to be dimmed not to feel sad and sorrowful and struggle through their lives. It's not what we were made for. It's not what we were brought here for. Here's the trick to all of this. Your defense mechanisms win the day, and your primitive instincts of survival tend to win the day, because that's who we came from. We came from adaptive beings who taught us how to protect ourselves from scary things, who taught us that we shouldn't have too high of expectations because we might be disappointed. Everyone who raised us was coming from their fear and their limiting beliefs, and they passed that
1: right down, like a bad case of the cold. We're here to
0: express God in our lives through us, and that's your soul. And bringing it back, high vibing, is your number one job.
1: Let's take a caller. Michelle, how are you today? Hello. Hi, Michelle.
2: Hey, how are you?
1: Oh, I'm good. How are you today?
2: I'm doing very well, thanks. Good. And, um, so you and I have worked together in the workshop mm-hmm. and also in the Leadership Academy. Yes. And as you know, my dream job uh, was unfortunately um, eliminated, and mm-hmm. so I'm back, uh, back looking. I just had a network call this morning uh, with somebody I've known for years, mm-hmm. and he made the, just the, the best comment to me, and mm. I attribute it to you. Um, okay. he, said, he said you know what um, you know we're talking about ideas and, and where you could look for possible opportunity and mm-hmm. he said and you don't seem very worried about it. It's I, I'm sensing this confidence that you are going to find something really good and I just thought of that when you were talking about um, mm-hmm. embracing showing up mm-hmm. as your highest self mm-hmm. and, uh, and you and I have talked about looking higher and looking for something yes. better and yes. I'm I could not have been more flattered when when he made that observation to me. And it works. It's gratitude. It's appreciation. It's meditating every day and starting your day off on the right foot.
0: Yes. Yes, indeed. What a a wonderful thing to have uh, someone, especially someone who's known us, reflect uh, a new energy, reflect a new divine, shiny self back to us.
2: That's right. That's right, and it just it just motivates you to continue moving forward. Um, yes, there's never anything wrong with getting that kind of confirmation that you're going in the right yes. direction and you're approaching it the right way.
0: Yes, yes, beautiful. That's awesome. I'm I'm delighted to hear that, and I'm going to just correct one thing that you said. Yes. Do you mind? No. Because you know, I just as you know, <laughs> I just want to put the the emphasis on this is all the work that you have done yes yes I and i'm that. okay <laughs> there you go. i'm delighted to have given you the tools and the guidance and the push in the butt some, from time to time um mm-hmm. but let me let me also say and for those who are listening who are thinking mo, nice words but that's not what reality is um which is something i would have said 20 years ago perhaps um yep. your ability to see your Soul coming back to life, and to begin to want to believe in something bigger and better. And 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 we will say, I think this is okay to say, Michelle. You landed a beautiful job that just couldn't couldn't sustain itself in the current marketplace, from what you're telling exactly. me. Which exactly. you know, now you're uh, ready for the next level up and the next level of soul shining. And here's here's the guarantee of confidence and inner certainty that Michelle is coming from she knows that as she continues to bring her soul's vibration up and up and up she is going to match up with that next opportunity Michelle did I ever do anything to help you be better at your work
2: I'm sorry is that a trick question yes (laughs) (laughs)
0: you're a professional who knows what you're doing for a living you're a professional who has a a resume and experience and you bring all of that I haven't touched that in a second all we did together simply but very complex and very involved was to bring your soul's vibration up to the next level and I am delighted to have seen you ascend and ascend and ascend and ascend and your face changes what you're putting out there changes and I have no doubt that your next role is going to be even better than you can imagine. So keep on taking the higher path to you. It's just it's obviously it looks great on you.
2: Thank you, Mel. Working with hear, you is a game changer. I can't thank you
0: Mo. enough. You're welcome. Great. Thanks for calling in. And so what happens when we bring our soul to work is that type of amazing feeling of sense of self and connection. We'll be back for the second half of the show and thanks again Michelle for calling in. This is Coach Mo Fall. We'll be right back.
2: Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall.
0: And this is Mo Fall herself. Back for the second half of Bring Your Soul to Work. And on this half, I am going to dive through some mysteries of why it seems so perhaps against conventional thoughts to bring your soul or to bring God to work I'm going to talk about the confusion of being taught to be humble because this is a big one we work with with our clients I'm going to talk about the conflict that most people, and I know in particular here in America, the conflict we feel with our faith
1: and with work. And I'm gonna talk about a personal situation I had. As we get
0: started on this second half, I'm gonna read a prayer that was read over and over to me, and I read it over and over again. It was part of the doctrine in which I was raised as a Roman Catholic. I went all the way through college as a Catholic. I know the Catholic religion and doctrine pretty well. And I chose to expand upon it in ways that were more encompassing to to me what was more of a global belief system. And whether you like that or not, or it agrees with you or not. And uh, I've had lots of Christians and many other religions of the women in my workshop. I believe in making all of this simple and outside of whatever doctrine of religion makes it more palatable to the, to the human consciousness. Because sometimes when there's so many rules involved, we get caught up In some past, we get caught up in limiting beliefs. We get caught up in a lot of stuff. There's a lot of cages when there's a lot of rules. And I don't really believe that spirituality needs any rule. I believe that our deepest sense of self and our deepest sense of our divine connection is all about how we feel and where we vibrate inside of ourselves And the closer we vibrate to pure love, the better our life is going to be. Not to give up and yield to the rest of the world, but to be a powerful actor in the world with that sense of vibrational certainty. And you heard it in Michelle as she spoke. Thank you again, Michelle, for calling, and thank you for that wonderful compliment. And I'm glad that you got a wonderful compliment as well. See how this goes? (laughs) I compliment you so you can get complimented, so they can compliment, and that person's going to say, oh, that person was so awesome on the phone, and boy, it's a ripple effect. And that is exactly what happens. Our love energy ripples. Others notice it. Others feel inspired by it. That gentleman who said that to Michelle is going to be inspired because of her now she didn't say hey dude be inspired by me she was a way that inspired him how she talked what her approach what her attitude is about life and her career and her job hunting was inspiring
1: so here's the prayer it's the peace prayer of saint francis
0: lord make me an instrument of your peace to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. And it is in dying that we are born to eternal
1: life. Amen. So many beautiful singers have sung this song and it resonates as a hymn in
0: church and the hundreds of times I've heard this prayer.
1: There are pieces of this that invoke yielding and being humble. And that doesn't always work at work. So the conflict of how to be humble, and a a beautiful
0: being aligned with your divine master, a beautiful way of being aligned with being an instrument of your peace, a beautiful way of being aligned with sowing love and pardon and faith and hope and life and joy. And at the same time running a department where it's hundreds of millions of dollars of business and clients and team members and processes and complex things that have to be managed how in the world do those two things come together if i'm humble how can i manage a several hundred million dollar department if i'm an instrument of peace how can i deal with complex conversations and hold people accountable if i grant so much not to seek to be consoled as to console in the world am i going to get the support i need to do my job
1: This is the perplexing problem with bringing God and your soul to work. Who are you in your divinity?
0: Who were you told who were you told to be?
1: Who were you supposed to be as a little one? Don't be so smart, Sally, the boys won't like you. Don't be so bossy. Share your toys. Always give to others. They need it more than you. Here's my favorite
0: one. And I talked about this in the coaching call in the workshop on Tuesday night. This was my favorite conflict that I came across at being raised Catholic. This is my favorite conflict one of the 10 commandments love thy neighbor as thyself hmm you know in the thousands and thousands and thousands of women i've spoken to on clarity calls my team and i have probably spoken
1: to over 8000 women about problems in their careers Not many of them loved themselves. So how in the heck are they supposed to love thy neighbor? I don't get it. And you know what? Paging through all of the stuff
0: that I learned as a kid, there was nothing about, oh, here's how to love yourself.
1: There wasn't too much about that. Nope. Went to therapy for 10 years
0: read hundreds of books, journaled hundreds of pages.
1: There was a lot of nights that I worried that I was never going to feel what it felt like to love myself. I was told what to wear to school. I was told what to pray, what to believe, what to say. Told the subjects to study. I didn't even know myself. And everything about myself that was powerful and fun, I was told not to be. I used to love riding bikes fast, ice skating fast, running
0: fast. I used to like outrunning the boys. I used to like winning sk- ice skating across the ice skating rink, speeding down the, the road,
1: racing as fast as I could on my bike. I loved that. It's not what little girls are supposed to do. Certainly not what girls in high school are supposed to do, and it's not really looked upon as favorable. I still think girls, even though we've come
0: a long way, are still grappling with that. How do I be a powerful me? How do I outrace the boys and climb trees and ride bikes fast and do good in physics and do good in math? and have all the answers and shoot my hand up because I know the answer and have the right stuff to say and write beautiful poems and be absolutely awesome about being able to put together strategies for my company and having great ideas,
1: how do I put all that together and still be humble? Whew. And how in the world do I love thy neighbor if thyself, if all the
0: thoughts I have about thyself are, you're too bossy. You try to outrun everyone. Why do you have to be so competitive? How come you want to win all the time?
1: Ingrained in each of
0: those inner messages is something that looks like you're not who you're supposed to be. You're not good enough. How about bosses who question everything? Maybe I'm not as smart as I thought. Maybe those college grades really don't matter now in the work world. Gosh, even though I have a master's degree and I'm being passed over for promotions, maybe I'm not that smart. Maybe I didn't even really get that master's degree. Was that my master's degree? I think so. I have a diploma on the wall. I think that's my master's degree. Why is that person without a master's degree getting promoted? Maybe I need to be humbler. Maybe I need to speak up more. Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Should I be humble or should I speak up more? But I just want to feel good inside. I just want to be who I am. Why in the world is this so confusing?
1: One of the things that is the biggest lie on the planet is to be humble. Being humble is equal to shut your soul down. Now, why do why are we told to be humble? I don't know. Maybe so people could have control over us?
0: Maybe because somewhere in the Bible the meek shall inherit the earth or something like that some twisted way of saying that if you shut your light down your life will be better there's no way in the world that my creator wants me to shut my light down there's no way in the world that my creator wants me to be humble and that's fake it's fake to be humble you know how i know it's fake because i got a three-year-old granddaughter that i'm proving all of my theories with she's awesome She knows what she wants she's eager to please she's wants to make a contribution she wants to hug everyone that's not humble that's her soul that's her energy that's her enthusiasm for life that's a high vibing soul right there and you know what she's going to have to get shut down a little bit to go to school and be proper and do this and do that and not want candy all the time and she's going to have her things and god bless her parents who are awesome human beings They're gonna have to put her in some type of container so she's somewhat manageable in the planet Earth as she gets older and that's just the way it goes. But right now she's as pure as they get and right now I'm watching what a pure soul looks like. She wants to help when people are cooking. She wants to bring your shoes to you. She wants to kiss her little brother. She wants to show that she can do stuff. When I walked up to her house the other day, she's washing her car with her dad and she says, "I'm washing a car." Is that humble? I don't think so. It's not humble, but there's absolutely 100% everything right about that. I said, "I see you're washing the car. Isn't that fun?" And then she washes it more and she's like, "Yeah, this is fun." Ask any teenager to wash a car. Whew. <laughs>
1: Our soul is all about the joy and the fun that we can
0: extract in every single moment. And that is not humble. It's joy. And joy outdoes humble any day. And when I coach our ladies how to do their 10 gratitudes and 10 brags, guess what? Oh, I can do gratitudes all day long. I just can't get the brags going. Yeah, I get it. Because you were taught to be humble. You were taught not to talk about yourself. You were taught to shut down your genius and your gifts and your talents. You were taught to
1: put that into a cage and to be humble. And it kills souls, it kills them and we bring that back
0: to life we have women who can talk about their achievements who can say yes i have the answers i know exactly how we should do this i've been doing marketing for 20 years now i know what this strategy looks like i know exactly how we're going to be able to bring our business back i know exactly who i am and i can now brag that's not humble it is awesomeness it is joy it is appreciation for being a divine soul there is no divine soul who truly can be humble? Because God is not small, and God doesn't make people to push them down into some type of fake humbleness. God makes people to shine brightly and to be big and awesome, and know their gifts and talents, be able to communicate that to their employers and their teams and their bosses, and know exactly what their gifts are, and to be able to run hundred million dollar departments, and to be able to run companies, and be the CFO, and be the CEO, and be the COO, and be in charge of stuff. Humble doesn't be in charge of stuff to make the world better. Humble sits by the sidelines pretending
1: they're not great. No humble. You do better in this world by being awesome and showing your
0: gifts and talents. That's how you bring God to work. That's how you bring your soul to work. By being awesome and being in the, in the rapture of how great you are and having enough skill and expertise to be able to drive that into great conversation, to be able to impress people, to be able to say the right things at the right time, to be able to have the answers, to be able to talk about the complexity of something because you're smart. When you're tongue tied and you can't express your gifts, you're being humbled for all the wrong reasons and it doesn't work. And it's not good for human souls to be caught up in a cage of fake humility to think that they are being more godly by being humble. And frankly, I'm sick of it because I see so many women suffering in a world that doesn't understand who they were taught to be. And they are trying to live life and be successful and the rules for that don't match the rules on how they were taught to be a good girl and to be humble. It doesn't work it's broken and when I say bring your soul to work I mean your whole soul all the awesomeness you have and in 12 weeks we help our ladies get as much of that going as possible It's the only way that you can lead it's the only
1: way you can make complex decisions it's the only way you can advance your career you can't do it humble sure you can be gracious and kind and generous but truthful you can't be generous if you're humble either you can't truly
0: be kind if you're so worried about protecting your own humility you're going to hold back on all the good stuff and you can't possibly love your neighbor as thyself If you're in a cage of self-doubt and worry if you're doubting your own skills and talents and gifts and if you're doubting your God because you're like what am I here
1: on this earth to do it feels so miserable one of the Ten Commandments is out of reach for so many people because they were taught how to not love themselves
0: So, when we bring our God to work, we bring our soul and our awesomeness. We bring our highest vibrational
1: self. That's what we do. And I have hundreds
0: of examples of women who said yes to themselves to learn a new way to be in the work world, which then trickles into being better moms,
1: better partners to their spouses, better daughters and sisters, better friends, and friends for the right reasons,
0: not just friends so that your friend can crab and moan about their life. That's not a friend. A friend is someone who holds their friend's hand when they're having a rough time who cares deeply about that person's soul. That's what a friend is. You've got to be awesome to be a good friend. And you've got to feel awesome about yourself to be a good sister or a good daughter. You've got to be awesome and know you're awesome
1: to be good at work, to be a good manager, and a good leader. To be able to help your company
0: thrive. In the difficult times that we've been in for the last couple of months, do you think anyone who's humble is helping us out of this crisis?
1: It doesn't go together. Bringing your soul to work means bringing your awesomeness, bringing your
0: empowered self, bringing a self who is appreciating their life, their talents, and what they bring. It's not someone who holds back. And, you know, often the women we coach, they try to assert themselves, but they do it from a place of desperation and timidity. And when you do it from a a version of being timid, you're, you're basically trying to do that, but you don't really have the fuel behind it to have it be authentically powerful. So people typically push that back and criticize it. So it's easy to get confused. Well, when I tried to speak up in that meeting, they shot me down. I know, because you came from a place of still not feeling awesome about yourself. And they actually were responding to that energy that was there.
1: So we got to fix that at the root. A tree without leaves isn't fixed at the leaf. It's fixed at the root. In order to totally bring your
0: soul to work, you've got to get into the roots of why your soul died or shriveled up in the first place. And that's work. Make no mistake about it. It's work. It's going in there. One of the joys that I have had over the last couple of weeks was talking with about a dozen of my clients who are black women. And because of all that's going on in this country with racial racial tension boiling over, I decided to put together an, an interview, a panel, if you will, of any and all of the black women who have been my clients to talk about their journey and their experience as a black woman. And I was blown away with how awesome these women's lives have become and who they have become. And one of the women said, when the race riots erupted again at the end of May. I felt hopeful that finally we were going to be able to get at this issue. She has two sons who are young men in the world who she fretted about over the past probably all their lives as a lot of these black women who have sons and even daughters but sons in particular as it seems like it's the black men who are uh the ones who've been victims of a lot of these although Brianna um
1: innocently shot in her home. We all know, we all know what it is to be shut down. And if you do not have black
0: skin, you don't know what it's like to live black. I don't know what it's like to live black. But I heard from them, and I was inspired. And they are going to be leading their families differently because their souls have come alive. They're going to be speaking differently on these issues. One of my lovely clients is running for city council in her city because she's now feeling enough. She's now feeling that it's a possibility for her, that she can do it, and she's worthy of having a seat on her city council. You know how awesome it is for a black woman who has gone through most of her life feeling scared that she was going to be given the short end of the stick and was many times and fired for being black you know how awesome it is for that woman to feel so worthy and so awesome that she's running for city council i'm freaking jumping for joy every day i think about it that's what bringing your soul to work looks like and she's had awesome jobs well paid
1: high profile lots of responsibility you don't do that humble You do that with the grace of God built up in its massive, massive, shiny power, and then the, then you be you. You don't do that humble. So for every beautiful spiritual person on this planet, do you bigger? Do you louder?
0: Do you more? That's why you were created. That's why you were put on this earth. And you were put on this earth to be awesome so that all of us could see how awesome you are. And all of us are counting on that. Every single one of us are counting on your soul being lit up and your gifts and talents being used to the greatest degree that you can use them. That's not humble. And you can't love thy neighbor as thyself if you don't freaking own how great you are. Go out there and shine your soul and be awesome today and every day. This is CoachMoMoFall.com. Bring your soul to work so you can live your dream life. It's what God intended in the first place. See you next time.
1: Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Liz Winter,
0: and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the
1: MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.